You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The language of the Holy Spirit is the title of this devotion. You see, there is without question a language that comes from God. I can speak in Dutch because I was raised in that country. I was born there in 1960 in the city of Gouda, and I lived there for 26 years until 1986 when the Lord brought me here to Britain. And I've been here now the last 34 years. But you see, um, 36 years, excuse me. But um, there's a language, the Dutch. Hello, who is it, Madhu? Fijn om u te ontmoeten, hoe gaat het ermee? Okay, that's Dutch. Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. How are you? You know, that's what I just said in Dutch. But that's the extent of the languages I can speak. I can say, parlez-vous français? Do you speak French? And I can say, no. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix. Count to ten in French. Ich kann ein kleines bisschen Deutsch sprechen. I can speak a little bit of German. I really can't. That's all I can say in German. Jawohl, danke schön. You know, I can say a few Arab words, I can say a few Russian words, uh, uh, you know, and, and these beautiful languages. Oh, I find the languages phenomenal, amazing. And I would love to be somebody like some of these people who can speak six, seven, eight languages. Oh, wow, I would love to be able to do it, but okay. I get on with what's been given to me and, and, and use it to the extent that I can by the Holy Spirit. Listen, dear friends, there's a language of the Holy Spirit. We see that on the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit came down, He granted them utterance, and they all heard them speak of the marvelous works of God and of the glory of God. And they spoke in in a tongue that people couldn't understand, but they also spoke in tongues they could understand. There is a language where we are given a prayer language with God and we can speak in what people call tongues. The Bible calls it tongues. And the Bible says we speak mysteries to God even though the mind is fruitful, the spirit is edified. I pray in tongues all the time. I love it. And I find it a real blessing. And I'm really grateful even though it is called the least gift. It is a powerful gift. And I want to encourage you all, desire it and the Holy Spirit will give it to you. And there is a language of the Holy Spirit that I want to show you from the scripture here that is the language of the church. It's the language of the body of Christ. It's the language of the saints of God. In the New Testament, we're called the saints of God. And I'll show you the language here in 1 Corinthians, starting at verse 9. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. 
For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him, even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Here it comes. These things that God has freely given us, right, that are shown us by the Holy Spirit, that He's given us in Christ, these things we also speak, but not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with the spiritual, with spiritual. So in other words, by the Holy Spirit, we see it in the Scripture, and we begin to speak what the Holy Spirit is showing us by the Holy Spirit. So it's not just the Holy Spirit who wrote these words, Yes, amen, the Holy Spirit wrote these words. But by the Spirit in us, we now begin to speak the language. We perceive it, we recognize it. I'll give you a simple little example from Hebrews chapter 10, I think it is, where you find this. Um, um, is it chapter 10, where it says, the Holy Spirit says, and he is, okay. Oh, I shouldn't have done this because I hadn't prepared this thought. And now I am taking time when it's, our time is so costly and so short. But he is quoting from Psalm 95. It is Hebrews chapter 3. There we go. Thank you, Lord. And he is in Hebrews, but I want you to see it in Hebrews, not Psalm 95. He's quoting from Psalm 95, but in Hebrews chapter 3, it says in verse 7, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as, and so forth. Well, he's quoting right here from Psalm 95. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts and so forth, right? So he says, as the Holy Spirit says. It's the language of the Holy Spirit. That's the title of this devotion, the language of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit says, the Holy Spirit's language. And then he's quoting from Psalm 95. Now, how, except the Holy Spirit knew, that what he was giving here in Psalm 95, seven, eight hundred years before the book of Hebrews, or 900, I can't remember how many years, but at least 800 years before the book of Hebrews was given, that he, or might be longer, that he was speaking for what we now are perceiving by the Holy Spirit. He's speaking to you and me. Oh my goodness. Friends, if you could grasp what I'm telling you today, it will open up a whole new world of exciting joy to you because you will, by the Holy Spirit, begin to see things in the Scripture. And then you can say, the Holy Spirit says, God's talking to me. Oh, how often, so often God speaks to me through the Scripture. 
absolutely, generally, He speaks to me through the Scripture. Generally. And I love it, the Holy Spirit says, and it opens up and He gives me the language of the Holy Spirit. You see, I'll go back here to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where I was reading to you a moment ago. He says, the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing the things with the spiritual. The Holy Spirit has taught. And now, by the Holy Spirit in us, we can speak that language. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. But he, but who has known the mind of the Lord, that he should instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. The language of the Holy Spirit is the mind of Christ. And God has promised here in Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 9, I will restore to the people a pure language that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one accord. Here, listen, friends, listen to me. Here I can go to Russia to preach, to China to preach, to the Ukraine. I've been to all these nations, so many other nations and to France and Germany. I'll be in, in Frankfurt ministering at the end of February and, and so many other countries in Poland in, in April. Uh, yeah, April 22nd, 23rd in Poland and all these languages. And yet we all speak the same language. You mean the Holy Spirit's language is not English? It's not Dutch, it's not Hebrew, it's not Aramaic, it's not German, it's not French, it's no, friends. The Holy Spirit speaks all these languages, all these languages. But you need to know the language of the Holy Spirit in the language. That is the wonder of it. If you look at the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came down from heaven, he didn't give everybody there to speak in Hebrew. No, they spoke in all these different languages. Languages they themselves had not heard to show that God's Spirit can speak in every language, in every language. And that whatever language that you were raised in, God can speak in that language and you can hear the language of the Holy Spirit in your language and you can hear the difference. Somebody can be speaking the exact same words, but God's not in it. And somebody else says the exact same words and God's in it. And you, because you speak the language of the Holy Spirit, you could go, that was God. That was the Lord speaking. That was the Lord. Oh, how I love the language of the Holy Spirit. And I love to hear it in precious people beautiful people, all kinds of people. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, let me take you there, please. The Apostle Paul laments that they didn't know the language. He says there in chapter 3, verse 1 of 1 Corinthians, And I, brethren, I could 
could not speak to you as to spiritual people. I couldn't speak in the Spirit's language because you couldn't hear it. But as to, I could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as carnal, as babes in Christ. As in, yes, you've come to Jesus, but you haven't learned the language yet. You don't hear it. You, you, you hear the theology. You hear the doctrine. You hear the structure. You hear the method, but you don't hear the spirit. You are still a babe. You cannot hear the spirit. You, you don't know yet. Yes, you can perceive the smile. You can perceive the gesture, the tone of the voice, and that all may be impressive, especially with somebody who can be really expressive or so forth or speak in a way that really appeals to your intellect. But you can't hear the spirit yet. You're still carnal. You're still a baby. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able. You're still carnal. For where there's envy, strife, divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere man? When you're still so earthly in your reasoning, you don't know the language because it, it doesn't connect with you and doesn't come out of you. You see, we can be Christians and still have a lot to learn. I know for me, I have a lot to learn, folks. And I realize that the more I come to know Jesus, the more I realize I know nothing. I know nothing. I sit before him like a little nourishing baby and saying, Lord, if you don't feed me, I, I can do nothing. If I am not one with you, I have nothing. If you do not give me your words to speak, I, I have nothing, Lord. And oh, how I hunger and thirst for him and how graciously he satisfies me daily with the fresh bread, with the fresh manna of his indwelling life. And he feeds me with that spirit that teaches me to hear him, to see him, to perceive him, to recognize him, and how I'm so grateful for his faithfulness and for his love. Let me take you to the Gospel of Luke for just a second in chapter four. I believe that is a prophetic, prophetic word for us, the 418 of Luke. Read it yourself. But Jesus was handed the book in verse 17 of the prophet Isaiah when he came into his hometown of Nazareth and went to the synagogue there where he had been raised. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to those who are oppressed and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So Jesus having been filled with the Holy Spirit, if you read there the chapter 3 and chapter 4 of Luke, living in the power of the Holy Spirit was speaking the language of the Spirit. And this which was written so long ago by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 61 or 60, chapter 61, he was 
reading this, but it was the Holy Spirit speaking. It wasn't just a prophet long ago. It was the Holy Spirit who spoke through the prophet and it became alive because it's eternal. Whatever the Spirit speaks is eternal. It became alive in Jesus and Jesus is speaking this, which was written and it came alive. That's the language of the Holy Ghost, the Word, alive in you and me. That is the language of the Holy Ghost. May it be written in the Hebrew language, the Aramaic language, German or French or English or Dutch, you name it. It comes alive in us who have the Holy Spirit. That is the language of the Holy Spirit, the Word, alive in us. And he said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And listen, so they all bore witness and marveled at the gracious words that proceeded out of his mouth and this and so forth. They all heard the Holy Spirit speaking through Jesus. Now, friends, the moment you become born again, you receive that language in you. And it may be there, but in seed form, as Peter would say, that we're all born by the incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word, but it's in you. By It's in you. And yes, it may come out of you, but in very little to begin with. But Jesus said, the life that I give into you will not just give you new birth, but that life in you will become a fountain in you that springs up to eternal life. And how the Heavenly Father longs for you and me to learn how to speak by His Holy Spirit, His life-giving words, His washing, regenerating, renewing, life-giving words, and how God would so satisfy your own soul by what proceeds out of your mouth as it is prophesied in Proverbs. And here I feel the Holy Ghost talking to you right now. I will close with you. Uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and hear what the, what, what the Lord says. And we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also has made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. One translation says, I would never dare think anything comes from myself, for my ability to speak by the Holy Spirit comes from God working in me. God wants to have such a place in your life that you don't want to speak anything if it's not by His Spirit. That's what Jesus said. In John chapter 8, when He was so approached by those around Him, having just set that woman free who was caught in the act of adultery, He said, I have much to teach and to judge, but I will only say what the Father says. You know, in other words, their behavior was so provocative and He could have said, you know, that's not right. And the, and, but no, He only spoke what the Father gave Him. God would have such a place in your and my life that we learn only to speak by His Holy Spirit. And if we would learn how to live that way, how pleasing, how wonderful and acceptable our speech is to God and how delightful 
that we are like his children because of the language we bear as his sons and daughters. Amen. Have a good day.